Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Dramore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertrude Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eeltober, Grand Celtic, Ballyclare United, Merville United, Kilglass, Enniscrown United. And this is Tina Byrne on Ocean FM. Tina, good evening to you. Hi, Austin. How are you? How has your week been? Not too bad. I must say I always enjoy the jingle, the way we did that the first year when we set up with all the, the team or all the, you know, the day we did it or that you did it when all the different players were given a team to play. It's, it's a, I always yeah. think it's a really nice intro because they're, they're, it's their voices. like I, their I, I won't name the club, but there are female and male voices in there. But it occurs to me now, I recorded that three or four years ago. Some yeah. of those voices are probably starting to break now. <laughs> But they're all, they're all so um it's it's I always like the fact that it's their voices and it's their it's the podcast is theirs and the the slot is for them and uh, I meant to say that to you before it's uh, it's it's a nice uh, yeah, it's a nice intro you'll have to let me know when new clubs join in know, case we're leaving I, I, I know Abbey United I, came back in so we we added yes, them in there last yes, season yes so, that's uh, right we, we we did and uh, that's uh, that's true so I, I better keep an eye on that do and my, I know when we, when we recorded it first for some reason we left out Kalani United and in fairness they were straight on hey you haven't mentioned us, oh so God. we got them in there quick oh, enough. But, okay. Uh, well, apologies uh, to Kalani. Not at all. Yeah, it, it was an honest, an honest mistake. Um, right, we have a fair bit to get through. So let's let's. You can do your James Alexander Gordon voice there and go through the results. Yes. Uh, again, it's it's sort of a results starting last Monday, the twenty third. So the first one I have is boys under fourteen, Group B, Ballisader United six, Kalani United. Two boys under twelve group C Strand Celtic one Drumahir FC three boys under twelve group C Boyle Celtic three Ben Bulban FC two girls under thirteen group B Strand Celtic one Real Tubber one boys under thirteen group C Abbey United five Kilglass and Scrone one Valley Rovers five St John's one Yates United three Boyle Celtic three Strand Celtic one Gertrude Celtic two Carrick Town two Real Tubber six SFAI boys under 13 Interleague Cavan Monaghan 3 Sligo Leitrim 3 SFAI Boys under 14 Interleague Sligo Leitrim 0 Cavan Monaghan 5 Connacht Cup Boys under 16 Boyle Celtic 4 St John's Athletic from Roscommon 1 SFAI Boys under 12 Interleague Connacht Sligo Leitrim 0 Longford 3 uh, Connacht Shield boys under 16 Ballymote Celtic 4 Drumahair FC 1 girls under 16 Arrow Harps 2 Real Tubber 2 Yates United 3 Ballymote Celtic 0 Drumahair FC 2 Boyle Celtic 8 Manor Hamilton Rangers 0 St John's 4 girls under 14 Carrick Town 2 Colry Bowes 0 St John's 3 Colani United 6 Merville United nil, Arrow Harps four, Strand Celtic one, Ballymote Celtic nil, Girls under twelve, Group A, Ballisader United two, St John's one, Merville United five, Arrow Harps nil, Ballymote Celtic one, Boyle Celtic one, Girls under twelve, Group B, Drumahair FC one, Ben Bulban FC nil, Manor Hamilton Rangers two, Colry Bowes nil, Gertrude Celtic one, Merville United five, Strand Celtic one, Colani United six, Real Tubber. 4, Valley Rovers 0 Yates United 1, Carrick Town 3 and Connacht Shield Girls under 14 Boyle Celtic 0, Ballyglass 2 
Is there a youth soccer game every evening of the week or every day of the week somewhere in Sligo Leitrim at this time of year? Well, based on... <clears throat> based on the, the fixtures, the way they're coming out now and again with the availability of um, the Astra pitches and floodlights and all that, it does enable us to schedule uh, matches. It, it It's probably not massively common but as you move more into the into the lighter evenings and that kind of thing there will be you'll, you'll have a lot more games on probably during the week as we filter into the, the sort of the finales and all the the, the the finish of, of the leagues and okay, stuff but like there's, that. There's no rule that you can't have a game on a Tuesday evening if the two teams are willing to play and you have a referee available. That does happen occasionally, oh, it does, doesn't absolutely. it? Yeah. It does, it does. And okay. as you can see, for example, I'm just for example here, say on Tuesday, the 24th of January, there was a boys under 12 game. Strand. I, I don't know what the venue for that was, but it was Strand versus Drummahair. Now again, boys under 12, it's a school night. You know, some team had to probably travel. Maybe it was in Sligo um, and it would probably probably be uh, reasonably timed so that you know it's not like a a really late evening for because all these kids have to get up and function and go to school the next day and all that so but look where possible there is um, there are a fixture schedule again just to keep tipping away at the at the fixtures because don't forget there was a, a a significant portion of time lost due to a couple of different things weather um, this the, this changeover data migration on the, the different registration system that the FAI had so we did lose a couple of weekends and again it's it's a good thing to try and catch sure. up a little bit you okay. know Okay and we will talk about scheduling uh, that's yes. relevant to the clubs later yeah. later in the podcast anyway let's get through some of your feature games and some of the stories which caught your eye over the last seven days starting with the boys' representative emerging talent side at under 14 grade, which is effectively Sligo Leitrim's Kennedy, Kennedy Cup team. Yeah, yeah. Now, again, I always... Um, th- there's a huge amount of preparation, and I know uh, Dahi and Dave would be um, fantastically organised and all that kind of thing. I've no doubt they were disappointed um, with, with the result yesterday. Again, uh, by all accounts, it doesn't seem to reflect the the overall. Um, it looks like they got caught, sort of. Um, this for was a against Cavan Monaghan. Yeah, Cavan Monaghan, and again, no disrespects to Cavan Monaghan, but Sligo Leitrim teams, generally speaking, generally speaking, would have a good record against Cavan Monaghan. And I have no doubt that there was a level of disappointment yesterday. And they've, they, like, to be fair, they did write on on the on the report that they had they were happy with perform good performances from Ethan Hunter and Shane Carroll. But I think there would be a level of disappointment. What that means effectively is all the teams in that section um, have all now finished on three points. So they have to wait and see um, if they qualify for the knockout phase. Uh, the knockout phase. So we'll, we're just kind of playing a wait and see game at the moment. But again, um, disappointed. But we have to remain hopeful. We never lo- we never lose hope that we won't uh, we won't uh, the, we won't get through. The, the glass is always half full on this program, Tina. I'm, Absolutely. I, I'm afraid it has to be always half full. Yes, indeed, yes. indeed. Right, uh, Kulani United against St John's in the girls under 14 league. Tell us yeah. about this one. Now this the, again, Drumahair have a new Astra pitch. This was the the schedule venue for this. So both teams obviously had to travel, and I I, I do commend Kulani United because I, I said it a, I've said it since the start of the podcast this this time that um, the girls football out there is relatively new, but they have 
really done brilliantly with uh, with fielding teams and whatnot, and they they actually give a nice tribute there to what 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 keeps a club and a team going is obviously they need gear, they need all that kind of things, they need volunteers, they need coaches and all that, and they've they've uh, commended um, one of their um, kit sponsors. They had a very good win over St John's out in Drumahair. Emer McGuinn, who's on one of the Sligo Leitrim representatives teams, she got a hat trick, and again um, by all accounts. A, a a really good game Erin Farry another girl who's on the Sligo Leitrim team there's a great appetite for football out there and they seem to have harnessed it and there's a huge interest from all the girls so um, a, good, a good win for them um, banging in the goals good uh, so well done to Kalani United and keep up the good work out there because um, again the social media pages are well updated every week and they, they're proud of what, what they're achieving out there and we'll stay with the girls leagues but drop down an age level to under 12 Real Tubber against Valley Rovers yeah Real Tubber Valley Rovers again the, the, the Tubber girls I always say there's something in the water out there and when when uh, there's uh, they have um, great interest as well out there and again all these all these clubs take a, a level of they have to have coaches and volunteers they played Valley Rovers in Cleaver Astro and they had uh, goals by Izzy King um, Anna Taft Kleena Shocknessy and um, Amy Cunney but again that just you know they're, 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 they're so they're so um, football focused even at under 12 level and I do think that is feeding right into the successes that we see uh, with St. Attractors I mean I just when I came into the studio you were you were playing the interview with Pixie O'Hara and there's a lot of the girls out there that there's no question that they have that, that's what's both the school and the, the club are being fed by, by all that so you know it's, it's, it's going really well out there and uh, Real Tubber have provided um, like it's a couple of the Real Tubber girls on uh, Sligo Rovers team now, uh, Kira Henry, Pixie O'Hara, and that's that's only the start of it. You know they're 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 yeah, not they're, they're not finished yet. I was just speaking to a, a St. Attractus teacher earlier on today, and we were just remarking that it, quite conceivably the last seven days have been the most successful sporting wise for St. Attractus across all sporting codes, including yeah, I know. soccer. When I was driving in, I mean, I was waiting for you to say archery and all everything <laughs> like because they're. they're just seem to have um, a, a fabulous um, ethos out there basketball Gaelic football soccer everything and it is it is fantastic that the school has such a, a high achievement because there's no doubt personally I always feel you know if you're involved in sport and all that it certainly does help with um, academically and with with life in general because you know it's it, it's a, a team team games always uh, make for make for better you know better people and better relationships in, in jobs and all that kind of thing so they're doing fantastic work out there and, and long may it continue. Right we're going to go to Boyle Celtic next because the under 16 teams uh, both boys and girls have been in action. That's right um, <clears throat> we had the girls uh pulling off an 8-2 win over Drumahair and the boys had a 4-1 win over in the Connacht Cup against St John's Athletic in the Roscommon League so again massive uh, interest in soccer out in Boyle Celtic and I all it, it just always sticks in my mind one of the days I was out there for covering a match and I saw all these absolutely tiny tots of girls coming into the um, Astra, the, they have a little Astra pitch there, boot bags, water bottles I would reckon they were all 7, 8 and 9 and they all 
had all their gear, they were there on time, they went to warm up, everything and I was totally amazed at uh, how how disciplined and focused they were. The coach was there and the session got underway and I actually don't think I watched the game, I went out to watch it all. I was really focused or fascinated by um, the, just how, how much work that the club does. Again, um, great uh, great club to, to, to have all uh, age groups represented and get them interested and get them in and keep them playing and keep retain them playing right up to to the the, the higher the higher age groups. So again, well done to uh, Boyle Celtic. Do great work out there, and we're we're delighted that they're in the Sligo Leitrim League. I know their senior men's team or their junior men's team play in the Roscommon League, but the youth um, we're, we're delighted that they're that they're in uh, in in the Sligo Leitrim League because they they definitely contribute massively. Okay, on to Merville United. Yes, uh, Merville, another, and I'm, I always say this, and I don't know who the person is, but I, I always salute the person who updates their uh, social media page because I get fan, fantastic content um, from the page every every week, um, and I always like the way everything is written. It's always very respectful respectful to the opposition even if they've had um, a, a, a big win or anything like that they always just refer to it as having a good win like for example their uh, under 12 girls B team played Gertrude Celtic in McSharry Park and it, the summary of the game was the girls had a great win uh, and they named a couple of the girls who scored so, uh, Sophia Moore Lee Kelly and a hat-trick for Grace Foley well done and that's that's what I like it's it's short and sweet and always uh, kind of kind to the other team and there's a lovely picture of the team and that they're great for putting up the pictures of their little squads as well and all the happy faces and all that so they seem to have enjoyed their um, have enjoyed their, their game in McSharry Park which is always a nice facility for, for the kids to play on so um, again big shout out to Merville United's PRO and the again a, a town a club in town with great tradition in, in soccer and I think they may be coming back into the junior league next season there's talk about them uh, entering a, a team so it just shows you that they're obviously built from the youth and they're moving right up through the through the uh, through the age group and they had a couple of players um on the Sligo Leitrim representative teams um, over the weekend as well and I picked that up from their page there, I don't have their surnames but there was James, Harry, Jaden and Pierce. so I can only assume they were on the under 13 and under 14 boys interleague teams that played um, um, against Cavan Monaghan one home and one away so very well done to Merville and keep again keep up keep up the good work And another team with a proud football tradition in Leitrim are Carrick Town FC who are celebrating an international call-up for one of their young stars. Yes, um, this was a story that um, definitely, and again, it shows you the, the all-inclusive nature of uh, of soccer. Um, one of their players, Dara Lenehan, he's one of their under-16 players. He has been selected to play um, on the Ireland cerebral palsy team and they were playing England, I believe it was today. Now, I don't know what the, the result was, but that's almost immaterial, really. But it's a fantastic achievement for... Uh, for a player from Carrick Town. Again, um, f- unbelievable uh, membership up there as well with, uh, with in all age groups. But it's fantastic to see um, the, the, the talents of Dara Lenehan being recognised and being called up to the Irish um, cerebral palsy team. And they, they togged out and played England today. So I hope Dara enjoyed his, his stint with the green jersey on him and uh, we'll be we'll uh, we'll might be get a chat with him um in the next week or two um to uh, see 
uh, just find out all his experience and all that and, and, and see how, how everything went for them, you know. Yeah, now we, we had a Donegal goalkeeper uh, we heard from earlier on this hour. Shea Given was the guest of honour at the Donegal Sports Star Awards and we know about the heritage of Donegal goalkeepers but there is a young Sligo Leitrim keeper with Donegal blood in his veins who's got a, a call up to some national training. That's right. Um, again, I, I I don't know what it is. Again, uh, like you have, you have uh, we, we've talked about Shea Given, given out the <coughs> presenting at the Donegal Sports Awards because I saw a picture of I can't think of the girl's name, but she's a prominent um, uh, girl player. But he was presenting. But I want to mention uh, Charlie uh, McGarvey. He's a Yates United player uh, under thirteen, and he is currently um, by by the. By, by the reckoning of one of the most respected coaches in the country, he is um, probably one of the best in the country for his age at the moment. Now, that's that's some um, sort of compliment to give a, a, a young guy who's literally only starting out. And um, he is um, in the National Academy um, and he's training also with Sligo Rovers because, again, Sligo Rovers would do a lot of specific goalkeeping coaching. And that's where he'll get that. So, obviously, he is um, a talent when he's being um, filtered into Sligo Rovers to get his goalkeeping coaching and make sure he, he gets uh, good professional goalkeeping coaching, but also to be up in the National Academy and to be sort of a tipped as our earmarked as the best in his age group, um, which is fantastic. I, I mean, I, I must start going to um, some of these games where these guys are, are playing. I, I I don't know Charlie, but uh, but uh, I'd, well, I'd lo- here, love here's to Here's the thing. I, I know Charlie McGarvey. He's Do from you? my home club, but I, I had no idea he had got to this yeah. stage uh, goalkeeping-wise. He's yeah. a, he's not a bad outfield player either, okay. I should add. Okay. So, uh, de- delighted for it. It must be the Kilcar blood in him. Uh, well, well, do you know, it is, it is unbelievable how um, between uh, Packy Bonner, Shea Given, and here we go again, like, here, here's now, I know he's obviously living in Sligo now and uh, we'll, we'll, we're, we're claiming him as one of our own, but um, I love to read about um, uh, both uh, guys and girls getting opportunities at national level to, you know, to at least get the opportunity to get uh, pr- good coaching and recognition. So we'll watch, we'll watch the space for, for Charlie's progress and, and we wish him well. Um, he'll probably be signing autographs at the next under 13 <laughs> game, so... <laughs> He might. Uh, you, you might have to ask him for his for his autograph. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure we'll get a good look to Charlie uh, on his national uh, training there. Um, let's have a word to. What have I written? Here's the thing. Now you give me a note. Ask me about this, and I can't read my own writing, Tina. I'll ask so. you about this, or oh, maybe. Okay, I'll t- I'll tell you what it possibly is. Um, is it about the uh, free weekends? Maybe is that? It? Yes, it is. We, yes. we wanted to talk about the scheduling. Um, where clubs want need to request that they're not scheduled to have a game at weekends. Yeah. You wanted just to update clubs on the the potential congestion that's coming down the track here. Well, it's it's like there, there is there is a guideline slash rule there that if if um, you can request a free weekend if you give at least two weeks notice in advance and again to respect I suppose the uh, extent of. Um, work that has to go into scheduling and again I talk about it's not just Sligo Leitrim games and competitions you have interleagues you have Connacht you have SFAI you have a lot of other competitions feeding into that so sometimes
times um, it can get tricky and and in fairness most clubs are, are only ask for a free weekend when it's really really something really special and it's not just um, willy nilly but the the the, the the pro- uh, the, not the problem, but the challenge, I should say, for the administrative and the, the secretary is it's getting much trickier to try and facilitate all the requests. So all all I would be just asking clubs to do is please just think um, if, if you do need a free weekend yes you're quite entitled to request it but sometimes um, it can be difficult to facilitate all the requests because uh, the the idea of that guideline or that rule was that yes there was scope to request it but as you can imagine as as, as the momentum starts to really kick in now um, for the spring and coming into the early summer for the, the f- finishing of our leagues it can be very, very difficult. So all, all I would ask is, I know all the clubs got a correspondence uh, to ask to just please consider carefully when you are requesting a free weekend, do you know, is, is it absolutely critical that, that it is if it's for some club event or something, I don't know, like something like that, but just just to be to, to be sure. prudent when when asking for it really yeah and, and of course the committee will be accommodating if it's a serious request you know due to a club bereavement or whatever but you know so long it, it's the the general speaking ones just to think about it oh and yeah if, if yeah. it's if it's just if it's just uh, if it's just something you know and again I'm not again I I'm absolutely certain that people it doesn't suit people to be asking for weekends off because it upsets their own schedule and their own thing but it's 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 just that if there's too many everybody you know it's it's getting more difficult to facilitate it but um we, we just want to again we're just trying to do the administrative side of sure. making sure that the, the the football is is efficient and if that we have a nice flow in in matches and that teams are not too long with or without games or that we're not cramming fixtures in but anyway I've enough said about that but just think think, think twice Okay, and we're going to finish with an age grade that we don't include these days on the Youth Soccer Podcast no. because it's technically under the jurisdiction of the, the junior, junior soccer yeah. area. Yeah. But uh, at under 18 level, Ara Harps were in cup action today nationally. So we're going to talk about this a little bit. Okay. okay. They played Terman Fecken at Ray McSharry Park in the last 16 of the FAI Under-18 Cup. And a lot of these players, Tina, would have come through. Yes, yes. Your neck of the woods, the yes. under-12, under-14, under-16, yeah, etc. They, they, they would, and again, as I said, it was it was a, just a change in 17s and 18s moved into the jurisdiction of the Junior League. But Arrow Harps would always have had fantastic pedigree in the boys at this age group. So I, I was... I was interested to to hear what happened to them yesterday. Yeah, well, it was this afternoon, actually, at Ray McSherry Park, and they were beaten 4-3, narrowly beaten in this last 16 game. But here is their head coach, Mark Maguire, who spoke to our reporter, Donald Ryan, after this afternoon's cup tie. These kind of big games, they can go either way. And now two very evenly matched teams um, with a few injury problems too. You know, guys gave it 100%, but... um, Another day would have went a different way, but um, congrats to the team. Hope to do well in the, in the next round, and um, a big um, shout out to our lads. We still have a league title in the Connor Cup to look forward to. I can hear how disappointed you are as well. Like to a man, your boys stood up to them today. Yeah, they gave it their best shot. You know, we, we got the boys in at halftime, and um, 
you know, we, we, you know, we give them the best encouragement that they need it. But um, you know, they they give it a hundred percent. So what more can you do? And just give it that. And another day could have been a different score. But um, oh, fair play to the lads. So it was a cracking team performance, but some fine individual performances as well from Niall Kenny and George Barlow, to name a few. Yeah, there's um, there's like Jared Callahan played an outstanding game. We had George Barlow, another great player. Um, the two Kenny boys, fantastic, and we even a goal assist from our keeper. So. Um, you know, out of all the players, there's not one guy that, that shouldn't be mentioned, but, you know, 110% they all give, and that's all we could ask for. You touched on it there, Mark. Obviously, the boys are disappointed, but still a lot to play for this season. Yeah, I have another game now Tuesday night, so, um, you know, we hope to, to win that game, and we have the league to look forward to. We're in the top of the league, and uh, with the Connacht Cup as well coming around the corner. So, um, you know, it's not all over yet, and to, to reach the stage that we did in the SFAI is a massive achievement. So, um, you know, we're... we're Disappointed, but at the end of the day, it's um, the best team did win. And uh, you know, another day we could have maybe had a, a different scoreline. But um, you know, I can't be I can't be sad for what happened. You know, they did well, fantastic. An upbeat assessment from Mark Maguire, manager of the Ara Harps under eighteen team, who were beaten four three in that round of sixteen uh, SFAI uh, Cup competition today in Remacshire Park by Terman Fecken of Loudon. If you're wondering, are those Kenny brothers? Are they anything to you-know-who? They are the younger brothers, yes. Uh, two talented players, among many others at Ara Harps, but they have a good pool of talent out there, uh, Tina. Oh, unbelievable. I mean, you know, as soon as you mentioned, like, names, Kenny, Barlow and all that, there's 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 a host to them out there and it, it it's unfortunate, but I was glad to hear the, their coach is basically saying, you know, um, short memory just move on and move to the next competitions because there's still a lot to play for and uh, there's no no question in my mind games like that when when they go when they go either way it's it's uh, it's 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 just unfortunate but um there's not not nothing you can do you can dwell on it but it really doesn't get you anywhere so it's good good to hear that they're that they've already they're already in in prep mode for the next uh, for the next fixture sure and i mentioned too for the ara harps girls under 16 players many of them were part of the kula post primary schools girls soccer team who reached a connacht final during the week with their semi final victory we are right out of time tina Byrne, thank you very much thank you austin Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Dramore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertine Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tubber, Grand Celtic, Ballyxadair United, Merville United, Kelglass, Ennis Crown United. This is you soccer on Ocean.